Welcome, everybody, to Real Talk Radio. This is your boy, Justin JLB, BB Talk. This is it, guys. We are on the week before the finale. We are on week 11. And, uh, yeah, and what a what a week to kind of put everything together along with the recap episode as well for Friday. Uh, I am not here alone to discuss what happened on Big Brother this week. Of course, I have the BB Fanatics with me. Cece? Hey, hey, how are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. Steph? Hey, what's up, guys? Same, you know, I have to respond, though. It's weird. It's like it's just in my system (laughs) to respond. I don't know. Um, That's it. So thank you guys once again for joining me. We are almost there. It is here. It is the day I've been dreading. Um, <laughs> since like week two when I was crying about, oh my God, we're almost done. And now we're here and there's a pool of tears right beside me. It's horrible. Um, yeah. So week 11 and if I would have to, so we're going to do it. We're going to do it at the beginning. Once again, describe this week in three words, my fellow BB fanatics. Um, I'll go first. Uh, strategy, gameplay, if we're going to count that as one word, um, mm-hmm. and uh, jury management. Yeah, that's a, that's a good three. Yeah, um, that covers everything. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm going to say blinders. Uh, I think, yeah, like gameplay or, or strategy. And... A little bit of uh, nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Um, I like that nostalgia one, so I'm going to use that as one of my words. Uh, loyalty. and mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, and, uh, st- uh, and strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, so those will be my three, because we had a little bit of everything on this episode, uh, on this, this week. On Thursday night, before uh, we got off, they, they, they cut it off. We saw that Kesar was there, and there was going to be a, a household competition called Night Moves. Guess really didn't know what kind of was happening, or at least Enzo didn't, because he was completely confused. Um, but we do see on <laughs> Sunday, in the wake of Memphis's uh, eviction, yeah, so essentially they just basically go straight to what's kind of going to go on with the HOH competition. We still see Enzo kind of like, I don't know what's going on. What's night moves? L-shape? What is that? Like, he, I guess, doesn't play chess. So, you know. Or, you know, we'll, we'll kind of see, because it just certainly seems like he knew what he was doing. Uh, as the HOH competition is called Night Moves, as I mentioned, it begins with Nicole explaining to the house guests they must move in a chessboard in an L-shape. Uh, like, of course, the night chess piece does. Uh, whenever they 
whatever tile rather they land on, they would have to essentially turn it over on its other side to red, and thus meaning that it is out of play. And no other players, of course, can land on it. And uh, players who run out of moves are out of the game, and the last player standing wins. So pretty self-explanatory. I think it's exactly the same way that KSR played it. They didn't. I I, I thought they were gonna maybe change the rules a bit, but they kept it pure nostalgic um, in that regard. And. Suddenly, I remembered more of what happened on KSR season when they were going through with everything. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. It was definitely great nostalgia there. Yeah, I think they had more people playing, right, too. So that's a a little bit different. Yeah. And so the game begins um, with Christmas, Enzo, and Cody. Obviously, Nicole can't play um, because she was the uh, head of household last week. So, uh, Cody's main goal here is just to simply target Christmas. And he's trying, he's basically talking in the diary room saying, look, I basically want to just box her in. So she eliminates herself. Uh, Enzo seemingly is just playing his own game and he is not going anywhere near Christmas. He is just going wherever, as far as he possibly can. And, uh, we see that this is his strategy because he knows that both of them are expecting him to go after the other one. So Cody's expecting Enzo to help him out and Christmas is expecting him Enzo to uh, himself to help get rid of Cody. But Enzo said, "Nope. Let me just do my own thing. People think I don't know what's going on anyways. Let me just do whatever I have to." Cody was completely pissed off by this. He was really aggravated by it. But ultimately, what can you do? You're already playing the game. Nicole also wasn't a fan. Uh, She started to realize that perhaps Enzo is actually selfish uh, all this time and is not um, a game player, if you will, since he's obviously not trying to help Cody get rid of Christmas. So, finally, because Enzo isn't helping out, Cody runs out of moves and is the first out of the game, but his moves ensured that Christmas would have only one move left, leaving Enzo wide open to win the head of households. And Enzo celebrates now having officially to have made it to the final three. Mind you, this is where Enzo died. Uh, this is where Enzo got evicted last time in final three. <laughs> so it's bittersweet. I was like, oh, yay, Enzo. That's great. But you've been here before, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah. This is this is my first blinder moment. I thought it was really hypocritical of both Cody and Nicole to just be like, I'm mad at you for not playing my game. Mm. Like, yeah. No, Enzo was, he was intentionally, he's like, no, I'm not helping either of you. You guys go after each other. I want this. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that at this point in the game. Yeah, I think it was, I think for his game, it was the best strategy. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, and if people are like, hey, he's showing his cards. Well, you know what? It's final three. It's time to show your cards. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Like if it was more people, like in case our situation, 
totally different. Like you can definitely work together and so on, but your final three, just come on guys, stop, stop. You guys are being selfish. Like, exactly. you know, like a bit ridiculous. Um, and yeah, so with that, Enzo confines <laughs> and, and, and Enzo basically talks to Mulan, Mulan Rouge, which is what he calls the inflatable, uh, the cow. inflatable cow. And it's just hilarious. I love it. We've seen the we've seen Mulan Rouge uh, being on TV the past two weeks, and it has been awesome. He expresses his excitement of winning the HOH, and he basically says in the diary room that he might, in fact, um, nominate Cody just so he's the only one to be able to say that he's never seen the block. He should Which have. He should have. He, he should certainly have. should have. Because nominations don't matter this week. Exactly. So there's no point, and you can at least have that as in your repertoire for the final two speeches. It would have been perfect. And another yeah. want want Enzo. I'm really getting annoyed. I'm your biggest fan, but hype us up and disappoint. Yeah, you know, Enzo, that's what he does. He's just here to please the uh, the foot stalker, okay, guys? And, and Mulan. <laughs> the foot stalker and Mulan. That's all he's here to please. None of And his kids. Uh, aside from that, doesn't matter. Um, Cody doesn't bash Enzo, though. You know what I mean? He's kind of defending Enzo when Nicole's starts telling him, like, oh, you know, he, he went against us. And Cody was also kind of like, you know, he probably just didn't understand the game strategy. <laughs> Which Enzo was hoping on. I don't, I don't on. think he buys that, though. I think he says that just so that, you know, I think deep down he probably doesn't buy that. He knows that, like, okay, Enzo did this on purpose. As long as we trust each other, then I trust him to make the right mm-hmm. move. And he did. But, you and know, he did. Cody sacrificed himself to make Enzo win and trusted that he would um, re- repay him. And I wouldn't be surprised if Cody used that, like, in footage that didn't make the show to... Yeah. To help um, temper and those yeah. response. Yeah, just yeah. to be like, you know, I did sacrifice myself in order for you to win that. You know, I think that would get to Enzo a bit. Play that loyalty mm-hmm. card. I think it does mention that, though. We, we do see when they are kind of talking. Like, Enzo tries to say he was helping Cody strategically in the HOH. Cody laughs that off, calling him out on it. So when they were alone, he called them out. But whatever. They're bros like that. You know, they're just having a conversation. I don't think he wants, he wanted Nicole to get that friction that there was Mm -hmm. that, you know, Mm -hmm. so smart, smart. So clearly they're, they'll, they're, they're, they're with each other till the end. It seems like they understand each other. We won't let anyone know our business though, which they've obviously been doing for the entire game. So Smart move, uh, smart move on both. Like, whatever. Cody laughs it off, calling him out, like we mentioned. Um, but yeah, ultimately, the guys are just chilling and then they end up changing the conversation. Uh, as Enzo rather says, Nicole would rather take Christmas to the end and argues that point because he wants Nicole out. He mentioned earlier on that his ideal final three would be and uh, himself, Christmas, and Cody. And that's who he wants because he doesn't trust what Nicole would do. Yeah. So I was a little bit impressed with Enzo in all these conversations because yeah, I'm. Because he seems to be on the ball and he knows what's, what's good for his game. 
and he's able to articulate it. I think that's my biggest fear for him being landing in one of those final two chairs and not being able to make mm-hmm. a case to the jury. But he no, was I able to lay out, job, yeah. yeah, he was able to lay out a strategy. Even if Cody didn't buy it, it was logical and it was articulate. And same thing with his arguments for, for Christmas and Nicole that he was having with Cody in that conversation. So he did impress me a little bit here with, with how he was able to string everything together in a, in a really logical way. Yeah, I think, as I've been saying for weeks, I think Enzo, it was in the best position in the house, and he was definitely in the best position this week as well. Mm, He's a good talker, though, guys. He's a good talker. So he clearly for knows sure. how to get himself out of certain scenarios. And, yeah, he's he's good. He's he's a great social gamer. And with his goofy little attitude, it works super well for him. It's It's perfect. He's that friendly guy. You know, I don't mean well. And he's honest. I think that's really what kind of, like, as honest as, he plays good honesty, though, with some people. Where, obviously, he's completely honest with Cody. He tells you straight up. Whereas most people might hide certain things. But Enzo is just like, eh, you know, like, whatever. Here you go. It is what it is. Yeah, he has, well, his his lies are lies of omission rather than bold face mm-hmm. lies, right? He just keeps That's his mouth it. shut. That's it. Someone who wasn't happy with what Cody had done, uh, whereas Cody was so Cody was mad at Enzo, <laughs> but Christmas was mad at Cody and actually decides to confront him. She's like, "Hey, what was up with that? Uh, you know, what was that strategy going on in the HOH competition?" Cody is just like. Um, he was just targeting her at first and then Enzo second. And that was it. It wasn't, uh, intentional. It wasn't personal. And uh, we see Nicole and Enzo kind of like listening at the door to see if there's going to be drama. Cause anytime Christmas is in a conversation, it either ends in drama or, um, you know, tears, waterworks. That are yeah. waterworks. So, uh, well, first, not only does she show off some waterworks, She shows off her dance routine that she did back in, I think it was like a dance recital or junior high, uh, junior (laughs) high or something. And you can tell she wanted to show it. And Cozy, Cozy, Cody decided to bite. And he's like, oh, you remember the dance? And then she's like, yeah, I do. And then she goes and she's thinking about it and she does it. Um, and yeah, it was just very weird to see. And I found it very interesting how they obviously couldn't play the song. I forgot what song she had to dance to, but they basically didn't. Obviously they can't. CBS is not going to pay for this. This moment was so cringeworthy. Not going to lie. I skipped it. There was a forward 30 (laughs) button press for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Very, very weird. And I don't know why I don't remember this part of the episode. I'm like, did I go to the bathroom when this happened? But I'm kind of glad that I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, no, you definitely didn't miss much, but you should definitely go back and check it out because it was definitely very cringeworthy. But you should, if anything, you know what not to do when trying to dance. That's 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 pretty much how the cookie crumbles. There. That's bold coming from you. <laughs> I know, and I can't dance. So imagine if I'm saying that. Jeez, Louise. Okay, let's get the noms. Okay, Jesus, I wanted to mention about Nicole's sneezing attack, but sure. Um, (laughs) So yeah, basically, that's it. Uh, There's nothing really much uh, else there, um, aside from the nominations, where we see that Enzo nominates Nicole and Christmas. So he ultimately doesn't decide to nominate Cody. Basically, both women are just like, hey, this doesn't really matter anyways. It's all about the power of veto. 
And that's Monday's episode for you. We go on to Wednesday. Cody is thrilled to have escaped the block yet again. So that's great for him. Christmas, though, isn't so relaxed about her situation and is hurt to know that Enzo doesn't actually have her back. Um, and I'm sure she cries at some point because that's what she does. Oh, she cried the whole episode. It was so, <laughs> like, people were so awkward to be around her. Like, they didn't know how to be with her. And, like, I'm like, we just went over this. Nominations don't matter. The veto matters. So stop crying. <laughs> like, I'm like, if you're still crying at this point in the season, like, I don't know. I don't know. And, and so Cody, uh, Cody and Enzo discussed this situation. Um, about Christmas's attitude. Cody expresses he doesn't want him to win the power of veto. And Enzo, though, secretly in the diary room is saying, no, I want Christmas to win. Let's go. This takes any blood off my hands. This gets Christmas out. This pits Cody up. This is good for my game. Let go. Before we get to that, though, there is a luxury competition for $10,000, which came out of nowhere. But it is the clash of the comics where we basically, the players basically have to draft four BB comic superheroes, which they will go head-to-head randomly, so your own superheroes can go up against each other. Ultimately, the last superhero who wins in the random battle gets $10,000. And yeah, so I don't remember who got who, but doesn't necessarily matter. Christmas is the first to be eliminated, and she is super sad and... Just really sore loser. Hardcore sore loser. Enzo is out in the next round, uh, round um, basically crushing his dreams of buying that bidet. He said with the 10 grand, <laughs> he could buy the bidet that he always wanted. But nope, not happening, Enzo. Um, Nicole's superhero, Daydream, goes up against Cody's remaining superhero, the Califuri. And Daydream knocks the Califuri out, leaving only Nicole's two superheroes left, which were Memphis and, of course, Daydream. Uh, basically, Memphis wins. Memphis gets, gets everything. That's the power of the fist there for you. And Nicole ends up winning $10,000. And, oh boy, I could not help think when this happened was good karma. When Nicole gave up her money to Devon way back when for mm-hmm. the, I think it was the Power of Veto competition. Yep. You know, that's, that, that's, yep. that's something of good karma coming back to you there. Uh, obviously, it was completely random, so it could have went ever, any other way. But, yeah. Um, then Christmas was mad that she didn't pick Memphis as one of her superheroes. Oh, my God. This was, again, does she play victim, like, all the time? She Like, what? Like, Christmas. She's like, I'm not mad I didn't win. I'm just mad I didn't pick Memphis. And I don't yeah. want him to feel bad that I didn't pick him. Like, come like, on. Like, he doesn't care. Oh, he does not care. Oh, Jesus. I'm like, you're not mad you win, but you're mad you didn't pick Memphis, who was actually the superhero that won the person the 10 grand. Like, get out of here. Get out of here. Christmas. I can't. Just I'm done. Uh <laughs> so uh basically oh uh yeah so basically that's it. Enzo provides a little commentary of the HOH suite covering Christmas's laid back. Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you should do this every episode. It was so awesome. 
Christmas is relaxed. She's eating her peanut, her, uh, I think it was like a peanut butter sandwich or something. <laughs> grilled or, cheese. Grilled cheese. And look, look, Cody is very tense. Look at how he has his socks. He has those ankle socks. Not that a good like, look, bro. Not a not good a look. look. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> CBS, give this man his own comment, commentary show. I'll go pay for it on like an all-access thing. I don't care. That, that was hilarious. Um, and then we have... Um, the Big Brothers POV competition, which is called the Fast and the Furriest, not to be confused with the Fast and the Furious. This is all about hamsters. The BB house guests will be basically on a hamster wheel, and the whole premise is a whole premise of this. They will be told events that happen in the house, and players have to walk on their hamster wheels to the number of of the day they think uh, it occurred. Without going over, so once they buzz in yeah, their answer, yeah, this was a good comp. Yeah, it was fun. It was a really fun comp. Uh, they basically had three strikes kind of ordeal, so it's not like if you get a day wrong, you're out. It's a three strike, you're out kind of deal. And yeah, it was pretty cool. I would, I, I would suck in these competitions. Maybe if you're in the house, it's kind of different. You, you know, you have yeah, nothing. Yeah, all they comment. do is study the days though when you're in the house. Like exactly, all you do is study the days when you're in the house. There's nothing else to do, so it's like. They talk about it like you see it okay. in the live feed sometimes. They talk about like what day is it today? And like, you know, the people that do know will always say, like, oh, today is day 50 something. And you know, POVs happen or like the uh, evictions happen every seven days. So it's easy to kind of track if you know your weeks from that. Okay. Yeah. And this is, and yeah, this is something that's evolved throughout the years of being just an expectation like we used to they used to show footage of people studying and talking about things and remember they don't show it anymore because it's just assumed that that's what they're doing because you would you wouldn't survive you can't win a single competition in the second half of the game if you don't have this information true yeah that's valid because i'm like oh my god i was like oh this day and then i was like 10 days off i'm like oh damn it you know like i don't know but i'm also yeah it's harder for us for sure Fair. Yeah, they have nothing but time, but they don't have like pens and pencils and a piece of paper, right? Like a study guide. No, you're not allowed writing. They it's just all in the noggin. And stuff sometimes. It's like Mark oh, in uh, BB like, Canada yeah. had like a, a song that he sang himself. Oh, <laughs> smart. Yeah. I've true. seen them use like gumdrops and gummy bears to like do alliances and numbers to convince people like to vote a certain way because they're like look at the numbers we have like i've seen like them do that like it's really interesting how how creative they get oh wow okay they should show that more that's kind of would be interesting to they do to see in they the do. earlier part they do <laughs> in the earlier parts of the game when like the numbers are are kind of hard to map out like you can't use your fingers there's more people than that so so they use <laughs> yeah you see it more in the early parts of the game pre-jury Oh, snap. Okay, fair enough. Um, so in the hamster thing, Enzo is first eliminated. Uh, Christmas is next, crying and frustrated as usual. It's, uh, it's, it's a battle between Nicole and Cody, though. Um, but ultimately, uh, Cody answers a question before Nicole and eliminates Nicole. So Cody is your golden power of veto winner. And he is assured now the spot in the final three and ultimately will decide who leaves the big brother house. So, yeah, in the kitchen, Enzo jokes uh, with Nicole and Cody. And they're all just chilling in the kitchen and asks, uh, Nicole, is this a good final three to be in? 
within earshot and in the bathroom is obviously Christmas. She hears his comment and shouts her disbelief at the statement. And, uh, and it's assumption that she won't be in the final three. She's obviously upset at the comment. And now Christmas obviously starts to think that she can't trust Enzo. Um, yeah, <laughs> but, but Enzo was just trying to play it off like, oh, I mean, the three people here, like, in the kitchen with me. I meant Final Four, but, you know, the three people. <laughs> I was like, Enzo, no one believes you. Stop. Yep, yep. bad, bad, bad. <laughs> just all the bad. All the bad. Absolutely. So, essentially, that's it. Um, so, with that, obviously, there isn't any power veto. Comp, uh, like uh, ceremony because uh, Cody's going to be doing everything later on. So Christmas sits down with Cody. She's attempting to do her kind of her last ditch effort, if you will, uh, to give her pitch and tells him that she only voted to evict Nicole during the triple eviction night because Enzo had confirmed his vote with her and Tyler. Uh, so she's basically blaming it on Enzo. She says her loss of faith in Enzo means she would absolutely take Cody to the final two. And uh, that is ultimately her push. Like, hey, I'm taking you and you only. Let's do this. Yeah. And that's not, I think she would have done it, though. I think yeah. she was being true to her word. I think so, too. And, and um, this is after Enzo's little pep talk with her, remember? So Enzo's really pushing her to campaign. You got to do whatever you have to do. You can throw me under the bus. I don't care. Just whatever you have to do to convince him to, to knock out Nicole. That's it. So, I think Christmas could have gone after Nicole a little harder, in my opinion, for the pitch. Well, I mean, at the same time, though, at least she did do something. She could have easily just... I think Enzo's encouragement definitely did help out. And also, Nicole, you know, she was doing a lot of celebrating on this episode, too, with... She's passed yeah, 230 she's like total the, days. Yeah, 230 days. And it, this basically makes her the record holder for the most time spent in the house. And uh, Cody was joking with her. That's a reason enough to evict her. And obviously she yells at him. Uh, they have like a big brother, big sister, big brother, little sister relationship. It's funny. It's great. It's cute. But, you know, Nicole right now, I think, is, in my opinion, playing the best game in the sense where it's like, she has such a huge target on her back, but it's like people are free. Like they don't, they, they obviously know because they make comments about her being a previous winner, but it's like she's now the house guest of the longest amount of days in the Big Brother house ever. She's mm -hmm. won $10,000. She's already won Big Brother and she's just made it into the final three. Or, I mean, we're not, we're not at voting yet, but I mean like, you know, she's about to make it into the final three. So it's like, I'm really shocked that, you know, I know they, they weighed, Cody weighed his options and you know that's why I think you use the word loyalty because we, we were all kind of like seeing wanting to see what he was going to do but honestly like they should they should give Nicole more credit because she's kind of a better competitor right now than Christmas is and if she makes it to final two I understand why Danny said that people absolutely will vote for her again whereas I had a different opinion last week so I'm like no one's going to vote for her she already won but she she's coming to play right now and she always gets like that when she makes it far enough she starts playing super hard where everyone's like wait you, you didn't win any competitions before but now you're winning every week you know 
That's just my opinion. Well, and that's it. And that's why Danny, and, but the thing is, Danny and her are best friends, right? So yes, though, I do agree with Danny's point. <laughs> but the, the, in that jury house was so tense where like David was talking and Danny was talking over him and like Kevin steps in. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> there's going to be such a scrap here. Um, yeah. Well, Nicole's always like always underestimated. She's underestimated in her alliance. She's underestimated yeah. in the jury. She's always underestimated. So yeah, she definitely should be getting more credit than than she's getting. Like Steph said, but but they love Cody. That's the thing, though. That the, the yeah. whole entire house, uh, all the jurors were basically soting, uh, saying that Cody is playing the strongest game, and that if uh, someone will be able to, like, they're all basically saying that. If anyone's going to take Cody out, it's going to be now. Because if you leave it for the final, he's winning. Because, look, honestly, it's between Nicole and Cody, essentially. If any of those, if it's those two at the end, I don't know, man. I might just give it to Nicole. Because at the end of the day, she played a phenomenal game. She had a final two with perhaps her final two right at the beginning. Um you know what I mean? She kept it down low. I don't think she was on the block many times. I think she only was on the block like once or twice. Uh, keep in mind, not probably not even because she was at with least twice. the committee. At least twice uh, right now. At, okay, fair. At least twice right now. Um, no, actually, it's three times because she was on the block twice for the double, the triple eviction. Oh, snap. Okay. So it's three. Three. So... I don't know, man. It's it's going to be tough. I, I don't see Christmas winning whoever she goes up against, though. That's so, what I'm saying. Like, to me, it's like it should have been a no-brainer who to evict this week. Yeah. But, you know, loyalty won. Uh, Cody stands up and gives him who he's going to evict. Basically says nothing is personal uh, and tells Christmas he thinks what's best for his game is to invict, evict her. Um, which Which it was. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Like... I feel like any of those should have maybe have take Christmas to have won, like a for sure win. I don't see Christmas winning at all if you would have taken her, regardless who was there. So loyalty definitely outruled everything else, but yeah. it maybe could have costed you half a million dollars. Yeah, more blinders, more blinders. Yeah. And Cody even references this himself as he's doing the whole debate and everything, right? You know, this is loyalty is what got me second place. I think he's just so confident in his game that that's not going to happen this time, which he's probably yeah. correct, that it he was allowed, he gave himself permission to play that loyalty card again in order to, you yeah. know, demonstrate I mean, yeah, you can yeah. be loyal and win. Yeah, no, well, I agree. Well, he's honestly because he's he's the leader. He was with he was with Derek, right? Was yeah. it Derek? Yeah, yeah. One of so, my favorite Big Brother players of all time. Of all time, the, the dude was boss. You know what I mean? The dude was Literally like played the most effortless Big Brother game I've ever witnessed in all my years of Big Brother. But mm -hmm. that's it. So technically, Cody was kind of like the Derek of this season, perhaps, where Enzo was Cody. You know what I mean? Right. Mm -hmm. Kind of, if you will. Um, so I don't see, you know, so I, I I, mean, he's won the most competitions, I think. Yeah. HOH, POV, all that. 
so I, I don't see how he can lose against Enzo. Uh, but well, Enzo's social like, game is top notch. So it's like CC said last week, and it's funny that they said it in the big in the jury house. Also, it's 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 Cody's game to lose right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't entirely. How is it his game to lose though? Because I didn't get that comment. So it's just because he played such a strong game and he's got such a resume and he can really pull it out at the end that regardless of who he's sitting next to, like he has to bomb jury management. He has to bomb what he's saying in order to have it go to someone else or someone else needs whoever he's sitting next to needs to really pull it out um, and really kind of sell themselves. That's why it's his game to lose. Because if you look at just like on paper, it's his game. He's winning right now. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. winning right now. And that, it, it, you know, it's like if something happens, he's the one that's going to lose. So he has to really make sure that he stays on track. It just means that the jury's favoring him right now. Oh, snap. And okay. they're saying that if anybody gets whoever vote, that's why they were saying whoever gets Cody out they would probably vote to make them the winner because that would have been the single most biggest game move all season because he's the yeah, best player. Exactly, because they were saying, yo, Enzo has to do it. Enzo has to take yeah. him out. And I'm If like, Enzo doesn't do it, he's not going to win with the jury, period. Well, he didn't do, well, I mean, he didn't do it this week. He had his opportunity. I know. Um, well, I mean, at least to put him up, I mean, he ultimately, Cody would have won the POV anyways. Um, but... Still, you know, at least to have that, maybe Cody would have been flustered. Who knows? Um, so, yeah, with that, um, basically, Julie ends up talking to Christmas uh, back uh, on stage. She says that she isn't upset at the outcome of the evening. She tells Julie that she probably would have taken Cody to final two based on Enzo's behavior that week. Um in the goodbye mess in his goodbye messages, Cody reveals the second wise guys alliance, which doesn't surprise Christmas, although I feel like Christmas was surprised. Um just because Well, I she did admit that she didn't put them in a trio. So she's not surprised that they were working together. It's not like it wasn't revolutionary, but she didn't actually know about the trio. Okay, fair. She admitted it. Yeah. True. Um and then we go to the final three who are left. They get to watch videos from their loved ones, encouraging them to carry on. Uh, Julie congratulates them and wishes them luck as they prepare to face in the final three-part head of household competition in the, la in the final week of the game before finale night. And I honestly didn't have a recap for the recap show. Um... So you guys watched it though? Yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was fun. So it was good. We we got to see Nicole piss her pants. <laughs> um you she know. knew it was coming. I just not, I don't understand. We see her like two times. She said, I'm gonna pee my pants. <laughs> you know, You're an you adult. That, but you don't Go actually pee. do it. <laughs> and if messed up thing is it wasn't even the joke was on wasn't even on her or anything. She knew what the joke was with Enzo going to the bathroom with the toilet paper to make fun of uh, Cody so they could prank Cody. And then Nicole ends up pranking herself with the whole peeing. So I'm like, <laughs> Nicole, you knew what was happening. What? Well, it's more that I don't think she stopped laughing for like 20 minutes. That's yeah. It. That, that Kiko gets tired, okay? <laughs> <laughs> 
straight up. And then we also saw Bailey. We finally see her do the triathlon and how supportive the house guests yes, were. Yes, I'm, I'm glad we finally got to see that. It made me think, too, when you were like, they didn't even show it. So I'm like, oh, Justin got his content. We got to see the comp. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. So that was cool. Bailey ended up having to go 500 uh, times around the little mini Big Brother track outside of the bit on the Big Brother backyard. Um, she did it. She did it with breaking one of the wheels, uh, the pedals rather. So, kudos to her. And it was cool to see all the house guys just clapping one more time, whatever you know. Mm-hmm. So, that was cool. Um, aside from that, we got to see Janelle and Kstar's relationship, how that kind of happened, and um, from the beginnings of 18 years ago to now. So that was sweet. We also got to see the conversations the of uh, the important conversations that needed to be had when um, Davon was talking with Kesar about you know the Black Lives Matter movement and how bad it's also how how not how bad but how scary it is to be a black person in America or uh, anywhere right now when the injustice is going on everywhere religion and so on so that was cool to see they really added a little bit of everything. Um, in the episode, and a lot of unseen content, which is great. I wasn't just looking at a bunch of stuff I've already seen, you know. Yeah, and I, yeah. I this kind of made me feel bad because we we've been ripping all all season about you know it's it's boring. There's not enough information, but there must have been a lot there if this is how much they they didn't include, which is like the the fun stuff that we see in Big Brother. Usually, there's like a clip like that every week, so it was nice to see. But I I don't get why you don't have that as part of your show, though. That would have been maybe... Well, I mean, they showed the the Kesar and Devon thing, I feel. I feel like that was shown. Um, But, like, the triathlon thing was cool, just to see all the house guests be happy for each other. Um, I don't know. Was there really anything else? I think that's all they kind of necessary. That's pretty much it. And then just the Enzo reel. And the Cody, there was dumber people than me, right? <laughs> no, no. No, no, there wasn't. I mean, ripe. We don't know what ripe is. Now, honestly, though, <laughs> I didn't know what ripe was, technically. I don't deal with, I don't say the word, guys. I'm the Cody of real life, okay? I, I like, I don't know. I don't use the word. Like, I, I know, obviously, if a banana is green, I'm not going to eat it. I'm going to wait till it turns <laughs> yellow. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not doing that. Like, I, I just don't use the words. So I'm like, oh, okay. Now I'm just like Cody. Now I know the word. So thank you, Cody. You are not the dumbest person in the world. I got you, bro. Wow. Um, <laughs> wow. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's your recap. And I think they still technically are doing Monday's episode. We're going to yeah. see first competition. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. I unfortunately looked at spoilers, but I still can't wait to see what happens. Will not so spoil it. But I have to say that for our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so definitely can't wait for that. And then I think they won't do the 28th. So the 28th is the Thursday. So Thursday, then I think they're going to do the two hour, which will have the second yeah. and then the third, whoever yeah. the final two yeah. is. And then boom, and then the people vote. Yep. That is super. We're here, guys. 
We are yes, here. Yeah. Prepare for the withdrawal. Oh. Uh, yes. No, guys. We are doing another Big Brother season. We're picking a season and <laughs> going through that. No. Uh, I mean, maybe we'll see. Um, but yeah, so we are here. It is down to the wire. Um, I'm probably gonna watch old final three episodes though, just to kind of get me ready for um, what kind. And also just as uh, to kind of see what because I forgot what games they kind of do. I think they do a little bit of everything. They do a physical. Yeah, part one yeah. is usually more of like a... Um, endurance. Like a, yeah, like endurance type. And then you have your question type where you have to go head to head. And then and then the last one is usually a toss-up. So, yeah, it usually has some sort of puzzle involved. So there's some sort of strategy involved, but nothing... Yeah. Wait, it's kind of different. Like, uh, like track the HOHs, like, or something, something strategic like that, where you have to like put all the names of the HOHs in order by week, or something like where they really have to like use their brain, their big brother brain. Oh, okay, yeah. One so. classic we haven't seen yet is the slip and slide one, where they have to go fill the tub at the end oh, of the slip yeah. and slide. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's true. We didn't see that this year. Yeah, and that's a classic big brother classic. Yeah. yeah. So I don't have spoilers. So I want that to be. <laughs> well, but... I don't know what the competition was. I just know who won. So maybe perhaps it's competition one. Perhaps. Maybe. No, Steph, don't Pro- say anything. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> no, I, I don't know what it is. They usually don't oh, say okay. Um, that's it. So, yeah, it's true. I totally. Well, I didn't forget about the competition. It's but... one of my favorite ones. I love watching it. Yeah, no, yeah, that's Yeah, and they uh, usually do that when there's like five or six people playing. Yeah. That's it. That's it. So, uh, there, well, there's three. They could still kind of do it. Um, oh, well, at least for the first one. The second one, head to head, it's going to be a questionnaire thing. Yeah, uh, three would work, actually. I wouldn't be mad at it. I wouldn't be mad either. Yeah, so we shall see. We'll wait for Monday's episode. I'm happy that it's... Uh, I, I thought, for some reason, I thought they were just going to do everything in one shot. But I'm like, no, they usually do the first one recorded. So like this, they can show something. And then they do the live for the other two. Because the yeah. other two are quicker. And usually at the end of the kind of memory episode, they start. We see what the start of the competition is. But it doesn't sound like they did that this year, so... Mm, that's it so yeah it's gonna be a good time so i guess cc you got enzo of course you're still going for enzo to win it given the situation it would be rude of me to abandon at this point but i will stand by what i said last week it all comes down to his last speech otherwise i think it's it's cody's to lose yeah yeah steph same deal yeah, I mean, I've been saying Cody and Enzo were my, uh, I think, had the best uh, overall position and strategy knowing their characters to win. And here they are. No secret that they've made it to final three. I'm just surprised Nicole made it this far again. So Very surprised. <clears throat> and that's why I think I'm going with uh, Nicole to yeah. perhaps take it. Because honestly, any of these three I'm happy with. I have yeah. no complaints. Enzo wins based off social game. Cody wins based off comps. And, uh, uh, yeah, based off comps and uh, and loyalty. And Nicole wins based off of, um, I guess, strategy of being, 
taking it low, if you will. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Not being in the front of everything, letting Danny take over the being her shield, if you will, for a good chunk of it. She played really well and she has a great social game. This girl, she, she had to because with someone as big of a target like that going in on day one and no one really necessarily putting her up, her aligning herself with the committee and all that and then the slick six and whatnot, well played. Yeah. Well played. Um, so I'm really not, I think I'm happy Cody got rid of Christmas because Christmas being there, I would have hated and I would have anybody but Christmas. I know my ABCs. Anybody but Christmas. I love the holiday. I hate the BB player. That's how it is. Yeah. And I think we would be remiss to not mention that this actually doubled the number of people who have ever made it to final three twice. Yeah. Yeah. So all three of these individuals, this is their second time in final three. And so I think that 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 also speaks to their pedigree. Mm-hmm. Um, as players, so yeah, I'm really proud of the really it was proud. The same for the final four as well, because Christmas also mm-hmm. made it to final four, so which yeah. means they all had made it to final four before. Yeah, so. but Christmas doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> well, she made it to final three in her season yeah. as well, so. yeah, but I mean, yeah, that's yeah, it. So, uh, I mean, but it makes sense, right? All stars, if you're gonna do all stars, it would only make sense for the final <laughs> four and final three to be of people who have done it. Clearly, their strategies work. Um, Christmas had to change up her strategy where she had to actually compete this year, um, which might have been her downfall. Um, but yeah, ultimately, uh, it was a great week. It was a great week. I, I really liked that recap episode. I liked how they showed us more of what went on and stuff we didn't see. And I'm just, and then it also kind of made me bummed because. Why didn't we see some of that during the actual episodes, which would have entertained us more? But there's know. more content than we realized. Yeah. Just a humbling yeah. moment as fans. It, it, it's For always sure. about what, you know, they have to prioritize what what, what yeah. they want us to see the most, right? What so impact, what they that. see as impacting the game. That's it. So great week. And I can't wait to be uh, talking about the winner next week. Uh, should be a really good time. Um and that's it. Any other final thoughts? Uh, no. Can't wait to, till no. next week. Yep. Just wrap Should... it up with a nice little bow. Yep. That's it. And uh, hopefully nothing messes up. Hopefully we don't have like a topaz moment or something. <laughs> uh... <laughs> don't jinx it. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, it's jinxed. I clearly already jinxed it. Um, so that's it. Um, you guys... Um, basically we're going to go to our outros where you can follow and like us off various platforms. And we will start with Stephanie. Uh, yeah. Instagram is at Stephanie's bakery five one four. I did a couple of nice, uh, cakes this weekend. So I'll have that posted up by the end of the weekend. Hey, nice. Nice. And, and, oh, I guess that's me. Um, so race for Ramadan, we are in the final stretch, folks. We are under less than $800 left to, to finish this off. Uh, I don't know if you follow the news. West Africa is a mess at the moment, politically, 
currently there is no internet access for many people in Guinea following their election. Um, we do still have boots on the ground, though, that will be delivering these donations. So if you have anything to give, we are, again, less than $800 remaining on that target to get 22 percussion groups uh, a month worth of food. Wow. That's, yeah, that'll help for sure. Uh yeah. At $800, and we started at, I believe, 20000 so that's yes. pretty impressive. We need that goal to happen, though. Uh, we need all 22 percussion groups to get uh, to help them out because uh, that's how they get their money, and obviously no one can travel, so uh, yeah. gee golly. And no internet? That's not... That's a political thing, I'm guessing? Yes, there are currently... Pro protests have been happening all year because of a change mm. in the Constitution. Um, protests have gotten violent. So far, the death toll's at 50 individuals, oh. two wow. police officers, some military personnel, yeah, and civilians. There's a lot of stuff going on right now. And Nigeria yeah. is in no better shape. Uh, really, the whole, the whole area is, uh, is getting pretty devastated at the moment. Gee golly. So uh, these percussion artists need your help uh, then. So if you guys can, by all means, I know it's tough times for everyone, but if you could spare a few bucks here or there, by all means. And if you have a little bit of extra, get yourself a cake or some cake pops from Stephanie's Bakery because everyone loves a sugar rush. Um, and yeah, of course, guys, you can follow me at JLB420 on Twitter. Real Talk Radio is the brand at Real Talk Radio 8. Anchor.fm slash RTR is where you can all, you can find all of my streams, Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, whatever floats your boat. I'm probably on there. And um, realtalkradio.online, still not updated, but uh, go check out a basic site. And that is pretty much it, guys. It is the final week. The finale is almost here. And boy, I can't wait to look back until we see you next time to announce the winner of Big Brother All-Stars. Ciao for now. Bye-bye. See you next week.